We are live. Are we live? We are live, Bruce. I got my car ready. We're in my garage with my car here. We are ready to go. Yeah, Brian, we listened. We got Kevin with a car in the background, okay? We tried our best. We, We listened to our fans, okay? Kevin, we'll wait for a few more people to file in, but um, yeah, interesting night of wrestling. To say Very the interesting night of wrestling. Very interesting. <clears throat> so we just got done watching the uh, the 2023 WWE Royal Rumble. And pal, I cannot wait to break it down move for move, um, you know, just bump for bump. <laughs> I, I can't wait to break down this entire show. Could you, could you imagine breaking down the women's Royal Rumble entrant by entrant, move for move? Like, I, I can't wait to break down the, the leg kick that Candice LeRae delivered to, to Dakota Kai at the three minute and 55 second mark of the women's Royal Rumble. That's what we are here to do. That's the kind of show that you have come here to expect. You know, we're Kevin. not going to talk about Cody Rhodes Kevin. winning the Rumble. We're not going to talk about the uh, the happenings at the ending of the show. We are here to talk about the leg kick that Candice Ray delivered to Kevin, Kevin. Kevin, keep it real with the audience. Your favorite moment of the whole night was Nia Jax coming out and entering number 30 in the Women's Rumble. That was your favorite moment of the whole show. Oh, pal, I can't wait to break down how efficient she was, pal. I mean, her work rate, her cardio, you know, she looks like she's been on the treadmill ever since she left <laughs> WWE. I mean, she's in just excellent ring shape, pal. Yeah. Yeah, Nia Jax is in voluptuous condition after that in-ring return. She yeah, was, she absolutely. Was bell to bell, you love to say it, pal. Yeah, she can so. go bell to bell with Brad Maddox, pal, and in, 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 uh, okay. across That's all true. seven continents, pal. That's horrendous. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's horrendous. That's, pal, have you, tweeted, have you tweeted this out? Are, are we going viral on the Twitter machine? Yeah, I did. I did actually tweet this out, pal. Yeah. Um, we should be, yep. We should get some people flooded in. Yeah, I mean, it is quite late. That's the other thing because this show ended like thirty minutes past midnight in the states. So, oh yeah, let's see. I tweeted this out, I believe. Yeah, did I? I don't even know. I did. Let me see if the link is working. Yeah. Yep, the link is working. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. Good. It is super late, pal. Yeah, okay. I, we'll, we'll be we'll do our review. We'll get started in a moment. I, I'm uh, I'm run, I'm running on fumes here. Really, I'm I'm running fresh. I'm feeling yeah, good. Did, did you just run three miles, pal? Uh, I actually did this morning. Funny, it was three point two, but um, yeah. Wow, that three point two. You got to have the point two, pal. I know, pal. Can I actually? I'm trying to. Well, let me tweet this, please. Oh my god. Well, we're getting thumbs up, though. It's weird. We have five thumbs up, but it says nobody's watching, so I don't know. Wow. YouTube. All good. Now, I think we should just make a start. It is late. We're not just going to sit around and not talk about anything. We have a show to discuss, pal. We have a Royal Rumble to critically break down. Kevin, I mean, we'll guys starting off, you were completely wrong with your take from the video, saying that The Rock, <laughs> must, and the, rock will, the Rock will be there and The Rock will be No Rock, pal. We didn't have him. No, side no hold on, hold on. To defend myself, for those that actually listened, because I know you didn't listen, those that oh, okay. actually listened to our okay. preview, I said that Cody Rhodes is the assumed winner. Mm-hmm. You know, that okay. we were working on assumptions 
that The Rock was oh. not going to show up. But if The Rock did show up, it would he would have been the right call. But Cody Rhodes definitely, in my opinion, what I wanted to see, I wanted to see Cody Runnels realize his destiny, realize his dream, pal. He's lived through the nightmare, if you will, after being injured and doing all that lonely rehab that Michael Cole and Corey Graves reminded us about throughout the entire match. Yeah. Cody Runnels went through all that lonely rehab for this business, for these fans, bro. And he's here. Mm -hmm. He's going to reclaim his destiny. Stardust is in the main event. Can you believe that? Like what? Like eight years ago, people on Reddit forums were talking about Stardust being the next big thing in WWE. And literally Stardust is in the main event of WrestleMania now. That's nuts. That is nuts. Like, who would have thought, pal? Um, But I mean, his presentation is so, so different now. That's a good thing. He actually feels like a star. Um, and I saw one person say that this was the most boring and predictable Rumble match in years. Uh, wrong and wrong, I disagree. And we can get to why in a minute. But um, yeah, no, it, it came out, it turned out well. Um, I, I personally would have liked a few less entrants announced. Kevin, by the time the Rumble pay-per-view started, 28 of the entrants for the men were announced. Which, what is that? Can we, you know, like, can you announce at max like 20? So there's at least some room for some surprises. Because when you announce 28, I know Madcap Moss didn't end up being in the match, but like, there's like no room for any surprise, really. I mean, we got Logan Paul, which was a surprise. And we had Edge come out, and that was literally it. Everyone else we knew. So, And we all kind of knew Logan Paul was coming back. Yeah. You know, we knew that Logan Paul was going to be around for WrestleMania season. So it makes sense that he was here. Um <coughs> I mean, for me, like, well, that that just goes to show that I think The Rock was originally scheduled to be there. I, I think that WWE was going forward with the assumption that The Rock was there and he pulled out at the last minute. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense. There's no other reason why they would have announced Cody Rhodes ahead of time or why yeah. they would have announced all these superstars. Yeah, I mean, that, That's the only thing I could think of. Kevin, I, I think I'll make the take now. I think The Rock's never coming back. Uh, I think that... Tonight was it, I feel like. Uh, the, the, the build-up and the moment, we'll get to like the details of the ending probably soon, but you get to that finish, it just it was crying out for the... like Kevin, the part of it where Roman Reigns is ripping up like the lay and he's like dropping the bits on Sami Zayn's like, dead, lifeless body, that, that was the moment for The Rock to come out. Like That right there, the crowd was chanting, F you, Roman, the heat's at a high. It's been like 15 minutes of this epic ending. That was the time for Dwayne, and it didn't happen. He, the Rock wasn't there. The Rock's like parent, like his mother was there. I saw the picture of that. I tweeted that myself. So it was just, it was it felt surprising that he wasn't there. But Kevin, I think he's done. I don't think he's coming back ever. Yeah, I, I agree. I definitely agree with that. I, I think this was the last moment for The Rock to come back. If he was going to come back, and another thing too, it's not just about him coming back. Yes, it is about him coming back, but if he's going to come back, he wants to face a big star. And Roman Reigns was like really the last big money match that you could do for The Rock. And the Roman Reigns character is going to be done come March, come April, once Cody Rhodes buries him and stands on top of his chest holding the two belts. Because that's what's going to happen. Is that settled in for you as a big Roman Reigns fan? Have you come to terms that Cody Runnels is going to bury Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 39? Like, like, this is going to be bad. It's going to be a really bad burial. And, and I'm not I'm not using that to be uh to be facetious. This is gonna be a burial. You're gonna have like five people out there. You're gonna have Roman, his family, 
Paul Heyman, The Rock's mother, um, you know, so on and so forth, Alpha, Sika, and they're all going to try to stop Cody. Cody's literally going to kill the entire family, the entire bloodline, and pin Roman Reigns. You know, it's not going to be a one-on-one match. It's going to be similar to, like, when Brian um, buried Evolution in one night. It's going to be similar to that, I think. Well, you know what I think is going to happen with that? I think Jey Uso is going to cost Reigns the the titles. You think so? Yeah, because I, like, the whole thing started like two and a half years ago with the, the whole thing with Jay Uso that was like excellent at the time. And then after what Jay did tonight, I feel like that's just where they're going with it. Um, I think his involvement in tonight was phenomenal. I think that was great. But yeah, Kevin, I think at WrestleMania, it's going to be some 25-minute Cody war. He's going to be bleeding, he'll be, like, crying during the match. They'll get like a sledgehammer involved. Reigns will be like talking trap. A classic kind of Reigns-Cody cinematic type, you know, big theater match and then at the end there's gonna be a ref bump there'll be a low blow classic reigns antics i think joe uso is gonna cost reigns the title at wrestlemania that's what i think yeah. i don't know i think i i have a feeling it's gonna be a clean loss really i, I think i, 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 I don't want to say that roman is done after wrestlemania yeah. but I, I don't think we're gonna see him immediately following no. wrestlemania i think maybe like we'll see him at SummerSlam, maybe but i don't know I, I think he's going to be full part-time, or if that makes sense. Yeah, but I think yeah. he's going to transition to part-time. and I, I think he did WWE a favor since Cody got hurt. Because, you know, they, it came out that he wanted to be part-time, uh, Roman is. Yeah. And then Cody gets hurt, so Roman stuck around. But Cody was probably going to win the belts at SummerSlam, you know. So, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, back to the original question. Has that settled in for you, pal, that this is kind of it for Roman uh, as the top guy? Yeah, I know. It, it's like watching that ending. And like, like the, the match with Owens was whatever. Like, the, it, not that it was bad, but it was just it was a twenty-minute match. You, you knew what was going to happen. It's, it's Reigns and Kevin Owens. Kevin, we've seen that like fifty times. Nothing new is going to happen there. It was the aftermath. Like watching that to answer your question, it kind of made me it, like watching that. You go. Like Reigns, this is the best talent they have, but we're only gonna we're only gonna have him for so much longer. Like we're now in 2023. Like this run of his started in 2020. And honestly, I think by 2024 he'll be fully fledged in Hollywood. So there's you know, WrestleMania this year, there's maybe a big SummerSlam match, maybe a Survivor Series thing, of some kind, probably a lot of part-time stuff, Kevin. <laughs> and then he'll just kind of go off into the, the full part-time realm of wrestling twice a year after that, I think. Yeah, like. I think so. I mean, they, they, you know, there was no Stone Cold, which was another big um, story going in. And that, you know, I mean, I'm, I wasn't too upset about that. But just the, you could kind of tell this was like the new direction of where WWE is going. You could tell Vince McMahon had nothing to do with this, um, yeah. with this match in, in terms of from a booking standpoint. I wanted yeah. to, to kind of bring this point up and see if you caught this. So I watched the end of the Men's Royal Rumble, right. and it was like Cody and Gunther. They were in there for maybe what, like eight minutes, or like yeah. I don't know about it. it was eight, maybe like five minutes. It was a it was a proper match. It was a, yeah. a while, yeah. Right, as that was the final two. That yeah. would never happen under the Vince regime, you know. Yeah. Like like the, with Vince, it was always like, oh, we got to have established guys going at it. You mm. know, you would you would see maybe like a Dolph Ziggler would be like a final two, you know, or. But he'd be with like Cena, and it's like he's always going to lose, but he's with the the guy. 
type deal. Right. Or you see like Chris Jericho and, or I was not Chris Jericho. I forgot who it was in, in 17 when Randy Orton, it was like Randy Orton and Roman Reigns. You yeah. know, you'd see that, <laughs> you would see that, but to see Cody and Gunther, like I was watching that. I was like, wow, this is super predictable. Like the crowd was sitting on their hands yeah. watching the Gunther and yeah. Cody match because everybody knew Cody was going to win. Yeah. Uh, and to kind of make this make sense, um, it, why I say like, it's not really like, this is just not the Vince regime. You know, it's a Triple H regime, and, and it's kind of like putting Gunther in position to be taken serious with with the top guys, which is something that Vince was kind of iffy on. Like, yeah. you know, he would go like 80% in with guys like Seth Rollins and Finn Balor and guys like that. You know, Seth yeah. Rollins would get like a nice win over like a Neville, but then you put him in there with Cena, he needs a comedian to be John <laughs> Cena. So yeah, right. like right now, like for this Royal Rumble, it was it was bad because Gun like nobody everybody knew Cody's not gonna be Gunther. Yeah, you know, if, it, if it was Vince, yeah. it would have been Cody and like Bobby Lashley or something, somebody that you could see as a, a re realistic winner. Yeah, but well, going forward, I think it's gonna set up guys like Gunther and you know whoever is gonna be pushed, Dexter Loomis, Gable Stevenson, to be taken yeah. serious, and I think Triple H is gonna do a good job of that. Well, yeah, like to further on that, all the guys who Vince would have had at the very end, they were in the match between like entries like 10 and 15. That was like Brock, Lashley, McIntyre, Sheamus, that kind of part of the match. Like to me, that was the most entertaining part of the whole thing when it was like, I think Drew came out nine, I believe, or maybe eight. And then I think you had something like that. Um, yeah. Then you had Lashley came out, oh, no, Brock came out 12, Lashley 13. I think they got Corbin in there at 14, then Rollins 15. Like that was like the best part of the men's rumble to me because that felt like it was about five straight minutes of just like you couldn't look away. You had, you know, the Walter, the Walter Gunther and um, Brock face off. You had Lashley eliminating Brock, Brock assaulting referees, smashing the announce table. Like that was the most fun part of the match um, because really I found there was that. And then a bunch of the match, you were kind of thinking, okay, what's going to happen next? What's the surprise going to be? We're going to see Austin is going to be Rock. Is Sami Zayn going to be in there? And then they kept, it was like, Kevin, you got to the end of the match and it was like, oh, Omos, Braun Strowman, Ricochet. I'm like, we're at entry number 28 now. Like, like where's the kind of surprises? And then Logan Paul came out. I was like, oh, okay. Logan, cool. And then that, like, that okay. spot was sick too with him and Ricochet. That was yeah. incredible. Yeah. That was, that was a sports center moment, pal. Um, and then Cody came out as, uh, yeah, I, I don't like when number 30 is really predictable. I don't like that. Um, it, like I would like to see Cody come out a little earlier if possible. Like, if, if Cody's going to wrestle a 10 minute match with Gunther at the end, you might as well have him come out earlier. Cause it's clearly the time thing isn't an issue. So I don't know. Yeah. That was an odd booking decision, but it's going to make sense in a few years when that's kind of like the new norm, you know, mm. when, when like people are going to be just put in, like people are just going to be put up against superstar talent to see how they last like gunther in a million years would have never got this up op this opportunity ever under vince you know you would never like gunther would have came out at like 12th and would have been a guy that brock lesnar beat up when he's beating up refs you know yeah 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 like also, after last yeah chugs I, I agree with that like having cody come out somewhere there i don't think cody really should have you know done the bell to bell thing like gunther i don't think cody needed to be in there for 70 minutes um but Number 30 was just it was too late. I felt it became very predictable. Like when you when you're watching the match and you know it's just going on, it's going on, almost comes out, Braun Strowman, Ricochet. I'm like, just get Cody out there and let him win already. Like and then there's like 20 minutes of just Cody having a match with Gunther. It's like we know who's gonna win here. Like what 
don't yeah. Know. I don't yeah, know. no, I get it. And I felt that it, it was flat. The crowd did not care whatsoever um, until Cody won. Like, the crowd cared about Cody winning, but there was just no suspension of disbelief. There was no yeah, thought yeah. for a second that Gunther was going to win. Yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe some people were like, okay, there's no, like, this is Triple H. Like, yeah. And it, like, you, you, we wouldn't be surprised if Triple H put the Gunther in a spot like that. But still, you know, it's Cody. Cody's coming back from an injury. Yeah. He had the big announcement. Um, overall, what did you think of the Men's Royal Rumble? Uh, <laughs> at the time when it happened and, like, my, my initial tweets right after it, I was very kind of like, oh, this is really good, really fun. Because obviously... I hardly watched like the Rumble matches live ever. Like I maybe watched five Royal Rumbles like live. I usually watch them after the fact, but they're not as good. Like live, they're really exciting. They're really caught up. Oh my god, who's next? Who's next? Who's this entry? Who's gonna be the surprise? Um, so at the time, I was I really enjoyed it. Um, looking back on the match, realistically, I like that Gunther and Sheamus started it. Um, I really like that five minute part where Brock Lesnar was there and Lashley and like that part. That was fun. That was like really, you know, everything was happening. You were like, I can't look away. Um, I like the stuff with Edge and the Judgment Day. I like that bit. Uh, and then Logan Paul and Ricochet jumping through the air and doing that. I like that. Um, but yeah, no, nah, it was it was a fine men's rumble. I, it was not bad. Um, I don't think it was boring personally. I thought it was enjoyable. But is it a rumble match? So I'm going to be rushing to the network to go and watch. No, um, it was definitely better than last year, 100. percent yeah, uh, but hardly some like 2020 was definitely better. Um, and where you where you rank this year depends kind of how much you like Cody, how much you like the guys in it. If you're a big Gunther fan, you'll love this Rumble. You had five eliminations, was there 71 minutes. Um, but yeah, it was better than the women's one, I felt, but it was, wasn't great by any means. Yeah, it was very similar to 2021. Now, now the question remains is Brian Danielson going to show up in WWE and uh, interject himself? Into the Roman versus Cody story. Oh, I mean, maybe I could Fergal interjecting himself in that one. Wait, would you have a heart attack if if Brian Danielson got released by AEW and showed up at WWE in time to ruin the the Cody and Roman match? Uh, yes, yes, I would. <laughs> yeah, I would. Well, to be fair, my heart attack would be worse if if Roman Reigns was wrestling a match against this guy. If Reigns is wrestling this guy and Brian just left AEW and got involved, then I'd have cardiac arrest. But <laughs> <laughs> would you have would you have a cardiac arrest live on stream? Oh my god, I'd fall out of my chair screaming. You'd, you'd have like Australian ambulance would pull up on stream. You'd have like EMTs and the gurney would be cutting me out. I'd be like swearing. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Uh, and, and just to recap too, so we're gonna get two big matches aside from. Cody and Roman, we're going to get two big matches, presumably at WrestleMania, that were built up in this Men's Royal Rumble. That being Seth Rollins and Logan Paul, or Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul, I should say, and uh, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. So we're getting a proper Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley match at WrestleMania. Hallelujah. Thank the wrestling gods. Like, what do we have to do? We've waited, what, 25 years for this, pal? (laughs) Like, how long has it been? Yeah, you know, Bobby Lashley was in the yeah. Marines, pal. That's how long we've been waiting for this. Since Lashley was in the Marines, thank oh, the wrestling God. gods, hallelujah, praise to the gods, pal, praise to the gods. It's about time. Yeah. Can I just Finally. say? Can I just say? You mentioned um, Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. That is the perfect Seth Rollins match. That is they've nailed that because Seth Rollins 
mixed with like Logan Paul's like athletic ability and what he's you know good at and what we've seen so far, Seth Rollins is just the perfect opponent for him. Um, Seth Rollins to me doesn't really have that clear other opponent because he's wrestled Cody like four times. We've seen him have like great feuds with Edge and really like crunch all the main eventers Seth's worked with. Uh, unless you want to like run it back and have him like win a world title again, which I don't really want to see yet. No. no. Um, so realistically, yeah, Logan Paul have Seth Rollins cutting promos about Logan Paul's crypto pump and dump scams, the suicide forest in Japan, his oh failed boxing career, oh, how, Floyd, how Floyd Mayweather didn't pay him for the boxing match. Like, have Seth Rollins bring up all the stuff with Logan Paul. Say Logan Paul's podcast is fraudulent and sucks. How Mike Maylack, you know, carries that whole podcast. Have all of it mentioned. Have Seth Rollins air all the dirty laundry. He, he drops these bombs on Logan Paul and he's just like, ah, in his face. Like, Do you want to have Seth Rollins show up to Logan Paul's house and drink his orange juice? Oh, my God. I, I want Seth Rollins to like, like, you know, because obviously Logan Paul has the drink Prime. Prime hydration, that's his, like, beverage. But you have bits where Seth Rollins, like, you know, gets a big crate of it and just, like, tosses it off a bridge or something. I don't know. Have fun with it. Make it entertaining. Because the match will be really good at the, come the show. Have Seth Rollins just destroy Logan Paul in the build. It should be good. Absolutely. What's up, yeah. Landon? Uh, oh. oh, my God. Like, that's just incredible. A Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania in a regular one-on-one match. This WrestleMania, is, I think it's going to be pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, really do. Yeah. And, and so I just with that Lesnar and Lashley match, that's sick. Because we saw it last year the rumble but it was a bit kind of just thrown together it didn't feel yeah. organic it was just there to advance the storyline it was it was nothing more than that yeah it was kind of like both guys were just like overlapping in their trajectory but wasn't really like they were kind of meeting at one it was like lashley they had to get the kind of title off him and figure something out he was like here and brock they were trying to get him to roman so it was a bit like kind of awkward right. lashley like separated his shoulder didn't he, so he got uh, yeah he did hear himself yeah yeah so hopefully this time no injuries, brutal match, like a blockbuster, like fight. And hopefully we can remember that match at WrestleMania, how we look back at Goldberg and Brock from 33. Okay. It's like a really fun, entertaining fight. You know? And that, so, that's what I think it's going to be. I mean, it is about freaking time. Oh, my God. This is like one of the few true dream matches that we could get. I don't even count their match at Royal Rumble last year. I don't even count no. it. This is the only match that they've had one-on-one as far as I'm concerned that they're going to have, I should say, and the only one yeah. they will have. Uh, let me ask you, though, pal, in regards mm-hmm. to the Women's Royal Rumble match, uh, can you give us a sneak peek into what the celebration is like in the streets, in the in the desert, oh. in the outback of Australia? I mean, do you have, like, people running around with their dingoes, with their Rhea Ripley merchandise? Do you have people just, like, honking their horns, playing loud music? Do you have block parties? What's going on in the outback right now? I mean, your, your very own... Your very own Rhea Ripley won the big one. She did it for Eddie Guerrero's son. She did it for Damian Priest and Fergal Finn, Fergal Devis relevancy. She did it for you, James the Elitist. She did it for your countrymen. She won the big one for the Outback, pal. What's the scene outside right now? What is it like outside your house, pal? Are people throwing confetti out there, going crazy? Pal, pal, I just want want to address this. (laughs) He wins the match. It's 3 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. I'm hearing firecrackers going off down the street. I'm getting my, bar- my little wheelie barbecue out, throwing some shrimp on that bad boy. Body's going down, pal. Mummy won. 
mummy, Rhea Ripley, about oh, the dingoes were going off in the outback. It was you know, they're dancing oh, a Post Malone, pal. I know they're partying on Post Malone, pal. I look outside to this golf course, and they're literally there are golfers walking around in mummy t-shirts celebrating Rhea Ripley, pal. This is Australia. This is one for Australia, pal. This is our year. This is the year of the Australia. Nathan Jones, twenty years ago, former most wanted man. Now we have Mummy, Rhea Ripley. This is the best thing that's happened to WWE from an Australian perspective since Buddy Murphy was a simp for Seth Rollins in twenty twenty, pal. This is this is phenomenal. Okay, Kevin, party is going down here. I threw shrimp on Barbies. I have sausages to celebrate, Kevin. This is I'm hot. It's great. It's great. Yeah, isn't it incredible? I mean, I would. I just want to be out there in the scene, pal. Like, I'm like, I, I picture it's like you know when when you're watching like a basketball game, and they flash to the uh, the away team's home arena, and you got people celebrating. Everybody's jumping up and down. Yeah, uh, I remember, like, remember when Cleveland won the title in 2016? Yeah, and they show they're in Oracle Arena. They're over in the other side of the country. They show. Quick and Loans Arena and like outside in Cleveland and parties going off. You got people yeah. jumping on each other. It's, it's literally that. Like yeah. the Australian nightclubs are going to be popping off tonight. Rhea Ripley is going to WrestleMania. Get get your merch. Get around it, pal. Mummy. Rhea Ripley's going to land, land in a private jet in the outback and it's going to be like the Beatles back arriving in the United <laughs> States back in the 70s, bro. I mean, she's gonna be getting mobbed by fans. People gonna be shoving autographs in her face, bro. Her oh and Eddie Guerrero's god. son are gonna be partying like it's 1999 in the outback. Oh my pal. god! Pal, yeah, no. Nah, Rhea Ripley's a hero over here. Um, the masses know Rhea Ripley, pal. I, I walk down the street wearing a Rhea Ripley shirt. I've got I got groupies coming up to me. I got like OF models. They're all running up. Like, oh my god, you got a Rhea Ripley shirt, mummy? Like Kevin. The hype is off the chart. Rhea Ripley winning this match, 3 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon, just before February. This is where it's at, pal. It was about around lunchtime, so, yeah, everyone was throwing shrimp on the barbie, having a great Sunday, getting ready for a big work week, excited, popping off, pal. Isn't this incredible? Shout-out to Rhea Ripley. Uh, Shout-out to Australia. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god well, was ronda rousey even in the women's match no no she wasn't wow, wow. So, she might be done then kevin th- th- this is like every time i make a prediction right i predicted i remember back king of the ring 2021 i've made a whole video even marie must win she wasn't even in the tournament jeff hardy must win the men's one he wasn't even in it or he got knocked out in the first round here ronda rousey should win the rumble she wasn't even in it you'd love like, to see okay. it yeah it's and like, i'd be Paul Levesque watches my videos at 4 a.m. and goes, mm, let's not book that for Jimmy. Yeah, yeah Paul Levesque and Stephanie McMahon are laying in bed, looking at through our channels, looking at what videos they could copyright claim <laughs> from us. And then he stumbles upon our, our podcast from yesterday. <coughs> and he's just like, no, 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 no. Ronda oh. Rousey, no. I, I'm canceling her appearance at the Royal Rumble. Ugh. Yeah, now, pal, do you want to... Did you watch the Women's Rumble? Just out of interest? No. I okay. did not. It, uh, what, what happened, pal? Give me an uh, objective recap, pal. 
Okay. Um, you didn't miss much. <laughs> uh, a lot of filler. A lot of filler. Now, people were bitching about the star power in the men's one. Oh, my God. There was no Rock. There was no Austin. Uh, Cena wasn't there. What about the women's one? Like, I'm watching the women's one. Rhea Ripley starts the match with Liv Morgan. Both of them end up as the final two. So they, they, they went wire to wire. They tried to make a big deal out of Natalia returning at like entrance 20. Oh, yeah. Uh, Asuka came out. She, she returned, which is good. She had the different like face paint. So everyone was freaking out on Twitter. Uh, what else? Yeah. Becky Lynch came out at like number 13 ish, like in, in the middle. Uh, eventually, that whole part of the match where Becky Lynch and Bailey got eliminated was just awkward. I didn't like it. Like, literally, Kevin. There's like four eliminations, like damage control, like EO Sky, Dakota Kai, they get eliminated. And then Becky just gets knocked out and then Bailey gets eliminated and they're all just punching at ringside. I'm like, what am I watching? Like, it was one thing when Brock got eliminated and there were like referees getting thrown and I thought Brock was going to assassinate Pat McAfee with the steps at the end. That was fun. In the women's one, you've got like Becky's getting eliminated, Bailey, they're eliminating all like the big women's stars. It, it, the same thing as if in one of these men's one and you went, oh, Brock's out, Orton's out, Cena's out. Like, you just eliminated all the big names in one go. It was weird. But anyway, Kevin, my review of the match, the, the ending was really good. I liked how they had Rhea Ripley on the apron with Liv Morgan and Asuka. I thought they did that really well. That was, like, fun the last minute or two. But elsewhere, Kevin, you saved yourself an hour. You didn't miss much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it was not really one that I had circled on my, um, my, my checklist of matches I wanted to watch. You know, I, I just I wasn't really into this Royal Rumble from the beginning. Um, the overall pay per view, I just wasn't really like I did, not really something I had to watch. And the women's Royal Rumble was not definitely not that. Actually, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Nia Jax was in the match, and Kevin, as we know, no. Nia Jax is related to this guy. Oh my god! So, so therefore, I- therefore, it was a pop and rumble, Kevin. I tweeted. All right. Actually, no. You make a point. Say something, pal. I'll get my tweet up. Carry okay. on. So, so Nia Jax was out there beating people up in front of The Rock's mom, right? Uh, what, what, what did she do? Did she like? Did she just come out, throw like seven people out over the top rope, like shades of Big Show? No, no. It's actually. I actually like how they did this. So you get to the entry number thirty, right? So the clock's counting down. I'm thinking, okay, Ronda's probably going to come out. They might have like Charlotte. Maybe Naomi could return. Who knows what they're going to do? That would be cool. And then, you don't look like most girls, and what you see is what you get. And then you got like Nia Jax. And then I'm like, oh my God. So I rush to my phone and tweet, Nia is back in full caps. WWE's medical and training staff stand by. Oh um, no. <laughs> wait, wait, where's, Ky- where's Kyrie Sane? Is she okay? I know. She's in a hospital in Japan somewhere because of what happened three years ago. Um, wow. Wow. So, so Nijax comes down, all the action stops in the ring, as if this is like prime John Cena in 2013 when he was in the Super Cena era and everyone stopped. Nijax walks down slowly because the ramp was like 80 meters long, like 100, like 30. It was just, she walked yeah, down it, ever yeah. and ever and ever. The camera's zooming in on Nia. And then she gets to the ringside. There's like 12 people in the ring. They all just literally, she gets in the ring, they all beat her up and throw her out. I love that. I love that. I'm glad she didn't have any big spots. I'm glad. Did, did Randy Orton? No, Randy Orton. So Randy Orton didn't come back, right? No, 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 Randy. I was expecting. Um, I hear voices in my head and him humping the floor in St. Louis, but it didn't happen. No, oh, in St. Louis. Wow. 
So he, he wouldn't even have been in San Antonio. He would have just been humping the floor in St. Louis. Maybe he was supposed to come in and Rey Mysterio was supposed to come in, but we'll never know. Yeah, what happened to Rey Mysterio? Did he get beat up by Eddie Guerrero's son? Uh, he got abducted by Eddie Guerrero. That's what happened. <laughs> oh, wow. What? <laughs> <laughs> if how this is... Ex- nah, God, I don't know. He didn't come out. So He didn't come out? Like, there was no angle? Nothing? Well, well, what they did was they, they had entry 17... You know, 10, 9, 8, 7, blah. Enter 17, you hear booyaka, booyaka. And then no one comes out. And then it's like, okay. And then entry 18 comes out. It's Dominic Mysterio, mummy. Dominic comes out and he's holding Ray's mask. And he's like trying to rip the mask up. And he's like, you know, he's damaging the mask, basically. He's trying to be all arrogant. Wow. So that was, hmm. I guess what they're implying is that Dominic Mysterio abused his father backstage in Gorilla. I guess they're implying that in, in the gorilla position, Paul Levesque sat there with his headset, being like, Gunther, Petey Meanwhile, you've got like Dominic Mysterio just beating up his father, ripping his mask off. He's like, Ray's like bleeding. His, his, like, ste- his stepfather. Sorry. Sorry. You got like a 60 year old Ray Mysterio who's like five foot two, is like dead like this. Like on the ground, he's like bleeding. And Dominic's just like bashing his father. Like that's what they implied, basically. But, yeah. Stepfather. Sorry, stepfather's father. Yeah, shout out but, uh, to Ray Mysterio for stepping up after Eddie Guerrero passed away and raising his son. Shout out to Ray Mysterio for that. What a great man. What a, what a fantastic Cal, man. So what, what we'll do, Cal, I want to get your honest, critical star rating of the women's Royal Rumble. What would you give that match out of uh, five stars? <laughs> I have no idea. I'll give it a half star. I don't know. I don't know. I got nothing. I didn't see. I didn't see anything. Anything of it, pal. It's just based on watch- your description, I'll give it a half star. Pal, I was watching the match. So basically, because how this show was structured, in case you didn't see it, they opened with the men's rumble, which was good. There was a, there was a hype in the match, which was nice. Then they do the um, Mountain Dew Black match, which we'll get to, and then they did the Raw Women's Title match, and then they did the Women's Rumble in the main event. So basically, Kevin, what I did. They did the Mountain Dew Black match. I said, stuff this. I'm going to get something to eat. So I missed the whole Raw Women's title match. I came back. I'm eating literal. I'm literally eating KFC chicken, watching B-Fab. KFC chicken. Kevin, B-Fab was the eighth engine. I'm like, who the, who is who this? Is, what who am is I B-Fab? watching? She's a part of, uh, she's a part of the um, Hit Row stable. The, the one where the guy nearly killed himself, like attempting a dive. That, that stable. Hit mm. Row. So, like, I'm, and that, I'm and that, this was in, this was in WWE, not AEW? But no, Kevin, so paint the picture here, right? It's right. it's 2.30 p.m. on a, a Sunday afternoon in Australia. I'm sat here eating chicken, got some potato gravy. I've got a drink. I've got a burger. I'm like, I'm trying to enjoy the show. And I'm watching B-Fab. What is this, bro? Kevin, who is asking for B-Fab? Like, I'm trying to sit here enjoying my burger. And it's like B-Fab and Natalia's big return. I'm like, what? Why did why did the females have a rumble this year? You just have Rhea Ripley versus like whoever in the number one contenders match. There was no need for this. This this it was an hour, and I'll never get it back. But Oscar's back, pal. Her face paint's different. Okay. Speaking of that, pal, what's your honest thoughts on the way WWE treats their female performers? They treat the Bella Twins great, pal. They really do. I, I don't yeah. know. Wait, wait, what's I mean, your honest thoughts on the Bella Twins rants? The females have main evented like what the WrestleMania two of the last 
four years. You know, like it's. I think that I think look, it depends who you ask. To be honest, some some people say how the women WWE are super oppressed and how they they get no opportunity. I. I don't know. Uh, Charlotte Flair's a 14-time champion, pal. They, they give certain women plenty of opportunities. But, Kevin, I think on the whole, I don't really tend to watch – I watch Bianca Belair's stuff generally, not tonight, but generally. It just depends who the talent is. Some, some of these talents, man, woman, I don't care what they identify as. They're just not entertaining. So, I don't know. But, Kevin, you couldn't make me watch B-Fab. I was sitting there watching B-Fab. I was like, bro, what is this? Why well, I'm watching B-Fab. Anyway. B Fab, Kevin. What <laughs> <laughs> was B Fab an extra in WWE's Triple X a few years ago? Like, who was B Fab? Like, she was an extra in the the Page and uh, Brad Maddox storyline. Like, I, like. Oh, Kevin, I love that. I will say <laughs> the highlight of the night because B Fab came out. Rhea Ripley dumped her out within like ten seconds. It was hilarious. This absolute jobber, B Fab. Like, who names these wrestlers? Like, uh, uh did, did wrestling Twitter uh, explode at the thought of um, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan being the first two and the last two? Uh, yes, actually, I saw that many pictures of Liv Morgan and her attire. It's just wrestling Twitter is, you know. But what's, your honest, <clears throat> what's your honest thoughts on Liv Morgan's in-ring skills? <clears throat> uh, really good goal to goal. Crisp in-ring, great execution. Is uh, she up there with 03 Kurt Angle? I mean, the way she was performing tonight – I think she was trained in the Hart family dungeon. Very crisp submissions, good execution. Oh, so she's like ninety six Shawn Michaels. Well, not well. Uh, is she more like ninety six Shawn Michaels or ninety six Sunny? Like, uh, uh, in the ring. Oh, know. in the sorry, in the ring. Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, ring. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, in the yeah. ring. Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. she's up there with O three Kurt Angle, ninety six Shawn Michaels. You know. Yeah. Okay, Kevin. Kevin, I can't just say I've had enough of talking about this women's Royal Rumble. There wasn't enough content. <laughs> I don't care. Rhea Ripley won. There's a party in the streets. We've been talking about it for 20 minutes. Can I want to move on to this match? The Mountain Dew blacked match, Kevin. Did you see this? Yeah, I did. I, I saw the ending. Um, I saw the entrances. I didn't see like what happened in between those two things. Okay. But I saw the ending and the entrances. Um, okay. Kevin. God. E e Eli Drake doing this. the yeah thing. Ooh. Cringe. I described this as an. It, it was like, it was like an, a Jeff Hardy out of body experience. It was. It was like a, like watching this. I was thinking. So you were myself, on LSD while watching this, Kevin. Look, I've never you're actually. Out, you're out of the the outback, dropping acid, pal. Is that is that what you're telling me, pal? You, 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 you went the never... dingoes. You went the dingoes. You're giving dingoes acid, bro. Can I just address something here? I, just like your favorite wrestler, Phil Brooks and Straight Edge, okay? That's your goat. Uh-uh, uh-uh. It is my turn. That is your goat. It is my turn. <laughs> Cody, Cody Rose return and Cody Rose main eventing WrestleMania 39 has disqualified your goat, Philip Jack Brooks, from the goat debate. You play you played in the NFL for 15 years and you're a Hall of Famer. You're jealous of Tom Brady. Your accomplishments mean nothing. Put your glasses back on. <laughs> it is my turn. My turn. Baloney. Sorry. Um, but yeah, as I was as I was gonna say, um, I've never 
tried any of these uh, substances, but I, watching that match, I can only imagine what that was was an experience you have while tripping, as they say in the in the you know in the culture. Like yeah. it was, I was watching. I'm like, everything's glowing. You've got Bray Wyatt changing face paint like three times. LA Knight's got like bright underwear, and they're hitting each other what? with like lightsabers, and the ropes are like. What? This this literally happened. This was the match. This was the match. It like it looked like Kevin. It was I'm like a this. purple glow. Yeah, it was literally like Naomi's feel the glow gimmick on like steroids, and then you add Bray Wyatt into it, and it was just I, I couldn't describe what. If like people like JD from NY do move by move reviews of this, then I mean you deserve the money you make on YouTube because I couldn't describe this. This was I didn't know what was happening. I was just watching it in awe. I was like, what what am Kevin, I tweeted this as well. This match was what is this bro in a match? I saw that. Isn't that great? And just for all intents and purposes, um, none of us are out here giving acid to dingoes. So for the algorithm. <laughs> yeah. I saw the ending with Uncle Howdy like flying down from the top of the arena, like a hundred feet, landing on Eli Drake. And that was like that was how the match ended. Everybody thought Uncle Howdy was going to beat up Bray Wyatt. And I, I was waiting for the big reveal. I was waiting to see Wyndham Rotunda's brother, Bo Dallas, reveal himself as Uncle Howdy. But, yeah, I don't I don't know. I saw the ending, and I was like, what? Like, <clears throat> Kevin. It, it, it just reminded me of that match. I think it was, like, Batista and Taker in the last minute standing match where Batista speared Taker off the stage, of, like, all those years ago. And it's just, like, they didn't show anything. They just showed, like, the arena just at the top of the stage and it was like okay here you go it's over <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm gonna probably go back and watch this match again because like the whole time i was watching it tonight I, I was just like literally what am i looking at like i was just confused for like 10 minutes i was like watching this like i'm i'm trying to comprehend what i'm looking at i'm because i'm thinking okay this is like naomi's feel the glow gimmick you've got like bray wyatt there's something about like uncle howdy or something bray wyatt he got like hit in the head with a kendo stick a bunch of times and just no sold it. And LA Knight was like, just there. Like I like LA Knight. I don't know what this was. And Kevin, one thing I will say, the moment this match began, the moment the bell rang and you realize, okay, they're competing in like a glow ring and they've got like glow sticks and like it's like strange. The moment I saw that, hundred percent, Kevin, lock it in. Every wrestling publication's worst match of 2023, this match right here. No matter what happens the rest of this year, someone could literally die in an AW match. That won't get worse. <laughs> oh, my the God. Year. It'll be this match because Bray Wyatt's involved. Four-time worst match of the year, Wrestling Observer Newsletter winner. He's going to he's gonna make it five with this, Kevin. It wasn't even that bad. It was just weird. So. Did, did we get, like, a camera shot of Michael Cole and, and like, and Byron Saxton drinking Mountain Dew? Oh, I think they'd mounted you on their desks. Um, and the w- one thing with that, Pat, Pat McAfee made his return, the commentary, um, mm. at the start of the show, which was cool. So you literally, Kevin, the commentary all night was Michael Cole, and then you had Corey Graves and um, Pat McAfee. The whole time, Kevin, I'm, I'm listening to commentary thinking, could Corey Graves just piss off? Like, he, just get him off commentary, dude. Like, Pat McAfee is the, the star on commentary. Cole's a good foil. Like, Cole isn't bad at all. He's better now. But Pat McAfee's the star. Get Corey Graves the hell out of commentary. He's just, uh, just didn't work. But anyway, Kevin, carry on, carry on. It is my turn. 
Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to go from here. I don't even know. Uh, the, the women's match happened. Bianca Belair beat up Alexa Bliss. Did you watch that? Alexa Bliss. Did you no. watch that? No. No, I didn't either. No. I got, right, told that, that... Was, I got told there was something involving Uncle. Well, there was some scary thing involving Alexa or something. Great. Don't care. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, moving on. Let's talk about the main event. Yeah. Roman Reigns defending his undisputed WWE Universal World Heavyweight Championship of the World. Did you see that? Sorry, before we skip that, did you see the musical performance that happened before the main event? No. What, what happened? Oh, my God. Kevin, it's like 11.30 your time. It's like three and a half hours into this show. I'm thinking, can we just get Roman Reigns out here, please? Get the Just get the tribal chief out here. Uh, and then... And then I leave the room. I take a piss break, like a minute. I come back, and they've got this rubbish music performance in the middle of the ring. Like the ropes have been pulled down. You had this band performing, and it sounded horrid live. Like it was a bad musical performance. Like Kevin, the only thing I could compare this to was like WrestleMania 32, when we were like, you know, four hours into the show, and then the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders came out there and started dancing for no reason. And it's just like, can we just get the show over with? So Kevin. Yeah, we had a musical performance. It's like 11.40 p.m. The main event video package hasn't even started yet. And I'm thinking, like, what is going on? Like, is, is you know, Roman Reigns having a stroke backstage? Can we get them out there, please? Like, Wow, that's ridiculous. brutal. It was ridiculous, it was bad, bro. It was a bad musical performance. Anyone in the States, like yourself, or anyone watching with, like, a time zone, like, in the UK, where it's, like, 2.30 a.m., if I'd stayed up all night watching this show, it's like you sat there, you just want to see Roman Reigns, you want to see The Rock, hopefully, you want to see Sami Zayn, and you get this garbage musical act. Anyway, Kevin, main event Ridiculous. time. Let's, let's move on. Yeah, move please, on. before I fall asleep, let's, let's talk about the main event. Um, <laughs> Roman Reigns defending the Universal Heavyweight Championship of the World um, against Kevin Owens. And, yeah, I mean, we saw some great story <coughs> storytelling, storyline advancement. Look at that. Sami Zayn didn't have to win the Royal Rumble to get storyline advancement here, pal. Um, well, pretty much I think what we all saw coming was Sam- – I don't know if we all saw it coming, but yeah. I had a hunch that Sammy would turn on, on the bloodline and would choose Kevin Owens, and then probably Kevin Owens is going to turn on him, and then Sami Zayn will be all alone. Mm. But, yeah, fantastic storytelling. I mean, this was like – Roman Reigns is another on another level. Yeah. He's in, hit another galaxy of storytelling. He's really like separating himself from the rest of the wrestlers from this generation, and he's putting his name up there with the great storytellers of all time. And yeah. it, it, it's happening right in front of our very eyes. 100%. And I was thinking about this the other day like, a great wrestler is a, a great storyteller. That, that is what wrestling is. It's about storytelling, you know? So the way the way Reigns does it, it's just, you know, like on the kickoff show, Reigns told Sami Zayn, "Like you're coming out with me, Usos stay out." So they establish it's going to be Sami and Reigns defending the bloodline against Owens. Kevin, as I said before, the match was fine. You know, it was about 15 minutes of a cla- just a kind of a bit of a back and forth, and then Reigns just started brutalizing Owens. He like speared him through the barricade. He slammed his head onto the steel steps a few times. You you were just watching Sami Zayn the whole time. What's he going to do? What's he's going to do? And then Reigns just won, Kevin. Um, and then I presume you watched the whole full like post match, like the the ending part. Mm-hmm. I assume I did. Yeah, phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Um, obviously, 
if the, the rock came out when in my opinion when um reigns was dropping the bits of the lay onto sammy at like the very end if the rocks music hit that would have been the like genuinely the perfect ending to any show um but elsewhere it was it was damn good kevin it was just kevin owens getting assaulted the, the bloodline and just decimating that he's handcuffed he's getting kicked and he had the steel chair spot with sakoa and kevin owens dead like this like owens is like that for viewers who didn't watch owens is like this on the ropes like owens is like dead roman reigns is the chair he's, he's gonna like hit him sammy gets in the way sammy's like roman enough enough then roman just like snaps on sammy he's like who the hell you think you're talking to how dare you you do it he gives sammy the chair sammy's like you know gonna hit reigns in the back or he's gonna hit owens you're thinking oh my god oh my god this took like 15 minutes but it was brilliant all of it and then eventually kevin boom sammy hits roman the crowd erupts beautiful brilliantly done like this was excellent the crowd erupts reigns on the ground the whole bloodline is like like the rest of the bloodline's like like that that like that they're in shock jay uso is like crying it's phenomenal. Jimmy Uso like super kicks Sammy. Sokoa snaps. They start destroying Sammy Zane. Jay Uso, he's about to kick Sammy. Then he like starts crying and leaves, which made Reigns annoyed. And then, you know, they, they just they, they beat up Sammy, rip, they rip his top off. Sammy's like this. He's like out on the ground, dead. And the bloodline stand tall. There's FU Roman chance, which first time we've heard FU chance to a wrestler that, that had been intended in God, I can't remember how long. Since Cena, I think. In like 06? Yeah, like, maybe. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, we did get fuck you Roman chance after he beat that, that was like that was the UK Euro Smarks trying to hijack the show. That was a bit different. Like, yeah, this was a desired mm. reaction. Like, like it was it was excellent. And obviously, yeah, the way they booked this, we don't have an outrage that the rock's not here because of how brilliantly this was done. Um, so yeah. Well, yeah, I saw some people, some people like, oh, ha ha, The Rock didn't show up, ha ha. <coughs> I saw that. It's like, oh, I yeah. don't know. It's always happened. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like out, outrage. It was just like people being corny, you know? Yeah. But, um, if, I mean, to be, so what, now we're getting the Usos versus Owens and Sami Zayn? Is that presumed uh, direction? Like, this is the, the thing that, that... <sighs> Because of Jay oh, yeah. Uso's place in it all, where like he, he doesn't he didn't want to hit Sami Zayn and his whole family was yelling at him too. He walked off. So I don't know, did the Usos disband? Like what like well, I don't know where they're gonna go with it, which is probably why you know it's so entertaining. It's, it's pretty unpredictable. Like there's a couple of angles I can go with it, Kevin. Hopefully it doesn't end how you just said, but Cody's just gonna bury like six people. And stand tall, adrenaline in my soul at WrestleMania, holding tight. I, I think that's what's gonna happen, bro. Yeah. I really do. I yeah. really like. I, I I really do. We're gonna have like, you know, just everybody out there. It's gonna be similar to WrestleMania 30. You know, Solskjaer is gonna attack Cody. He's gonna be lifeless, oh carried off in a super stretcher. Cody. Oh no! Yeah, he's gonna be carried off in a stretcher. Oh. <laughs> super Cody's gonna come out, beat up Solskjaer. Hit Roman with a crossroads. One, two. Jey Uso breaks it up. Cody buries Jey Uso. Then we get another crossroads. One, two. Jimmy Uso breaks it up. Cody beats up Jimmy Uso. Then another crossroads. One, two, three. Cody wins, pal. <coughs> oh, that'd be great. I would love to see that. You know why they should do it? Why? It would be so similar to when Brody Lee buried Cody uh, on that dynamite. 
in that squash match for the TNT title. It'd be so similar to that. People would be so in shock that they wouldn't know whether to be pissed or to love it. Because, yeah. you know, everybody loves Roman Reigns. But then people would be like, oh, my God. Like, they just buried Roman Reigns, but it was so cool. Cody looked like a badass. Like, I don't know. I, I think it could work. Oh, I mean, it'd be shocking. That's one word. That's, if, yeah. if what you just described happened, it would be stunning. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do, which is probably a good thing. Last year's Royal Rumble, Kevin, the show ended and it was like, okay, Reigns is facing Brock and nothing else in the company matters or means anything. We don't care. We've already seen Reigns versus Brock, so we don't care. That was last year's Rumble. Um, this year, there's actually a bit of like, you know, oh my God, like where are they going with this? Sammy, he's turned... Fl- and can, I, can I just say again, Kevin, the pop for Sammy's... I know I said this two minutes ago, but that pop when he turned face was... That was six months of well-told story like popping off in that moment. And right. Reigns, the FU Roman chance. Owens was perfect in all this. It was just... Kevin... Triple H as a booker, there's a lot he does, which I'm not a fan of. Long matches, over-reliance on, like, the NXT guys he likes, just some of the stuff, you know, returns for people who don't matter, that sort of stuff. But, Kevin, this was this was Triple H's finest hour as a booker, I feel like. That yeah. ending tonight, that was that was his best moment as, as a booker. Kevin, if, if the show just ended with, something anticlimactic and Reigns just won and the show ended, I'd be like, get Vince McMahon back. Just just do it. But <laughs> the way it was booked, I was, I was like, I haven't been more gripped watching WWE in... So Somebody like, go sad. take Vince McMahon he, he, from his dinner with his side chick. Take him, yank him, and bring him back into the into the creative chair, pal. Because, well, if you know Vince was in charge, The Rock would have been there, so... I feel like. But, but no, like... I, if that actually happened and the show just ended, I would have been on Twitter. I'm just like, get get Vince back. I don't care what lawsuit he's involved in, get him back. So, pal, pal yeah. imagine at WrestleMania 39, The Rock comes back to help to help Roman, and Cody buries The Rock too. <laughs> <laughs> like The Rock, The Rock runs down to the ring. He's hauling ass, out of breath, hops in the ring. Cody kicks him in the gut, crossroads, and that's it, bro. He just pushes The Rock out like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> Oh, imagine that Cody buries the whole bloodline like you said, and then Vince McMahon comes out. He's like, "No chance in hell, my WrestleMania is ending like that." Rock, get out here! And the Rock runs down, and that happens. And he just crossroads in and pins him. And Cody Rhodes is like, he's on the top rope, he's shimmying. He's like, "Adrenaline!" And he's like, got both titles. <laughs> And Cody starts a loud A dub chant just for 100,000 people. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Cody just kicks him out the ring like it doesn't matter. Just like, yeah, get yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my God, that'd be hilarious. Like, Cody's just buried the best actor in the company the last three years in the whole bloodline. He's like, he's in the ring. And then, yeah, Vince, like, oh, damn it, Dwayne! Dwayne, get out here! And then, then The Rock comes, like, running out with, you know, ramped up with PEDs, and he slides into the ring, and, and he just gets crossroads, one, two, three, gone. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh. oh, we have fun on the late heat, pal. That's, wow. uh, that's a fun recap. But, yeah, overall, Kevin, um, we'll wrap it up now, get you to – Get you to bed because it's like it's Please. like three AM where you are. Yeah. Um, all in all, I'd give the show 
the ending, I'd give a 10 out of 10. Um, the rest of the show, there's not much else that's really worth going back and watch when you think about it. Um, I've watched the, the pitch black match once, just if you haven't seen it, because it's that much of like a, oh my God. Like, you know, if you've experienced drugs or if you hadn't, you're probably going to love it. Um, and yeah, the women's stuff was fine. Um, I, Kevin, I'd give the show a, a, a 6.5 out of 10. I'll give it. Fair enough. Fair it's enough. Last, last year's Rumble, I gave a 2 out of 10. So, yeah. What do you give Fair it, pal? Give us, your, give us your brutal. As someone who watched every show, every moment of this show, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, for me, I'd probably give it a 6. Yeah. But really, the biggest thing that I'm curious about going forward is how Cody is going to fit in into the equation yes. with the bloodline yeah. story. I don't know if you saw, but uh, I watched the press co- Cody's press conference. His mm-hmm. media scrum, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cody was just asked about Roman Reigns. And he did the, the PC answer. You know, he was just like, yeah, I love Roman. Roman is a great guy, great ambassador. Did you see him on Jimmy Fallon? Um, he's the universal champion. So he's the best wrestler in the world. So there was no, like angle beginning at the press conference so i don't know how it's gonna play out like i guess we're gonna have cody coming out for the next like three to four weeks crying uh, talking about equality in the various cities that uh that the wwe is in oh my god he's just gonna be like yeah roman i can't wait to shake your hand pal i can't wait to show up on smackdown and shake the tribal chief's hand i I made the best man win like i I just just don't know i don't know how What they're yeah, gonna do I, with this? I know what you're saying. I, I, I don't want it to just be like I, I want Cody to actually, you know, make this, make it like a. I would say like a family versus family thing. It's, it's hard with Cody because his brothers in AW, you don't really get Brandy Rhodes involved. Like, what's Brandy gonna do against Solo Sakura in the Bloodline? You know, oh, that, that you reminded me of something that I wanted to say. A point I wanted to bring. Yeah bring up uh cody has not mentioned i don't think he's mentioned his wife or his brother or anybody or since he um since he came back i feel like that was part of the agreement with his return like vince man was like yeah, yeah we just we just want you cody damn it yeah I, i'll make you wwe champion but i don't want anthony agogo i don't want qt marshall i don't want brandy rose calling people black bitches <laughs> um i i, I don't want your your kid. I don't want your newborn baby out there. I don't want your, your rubbish reality show on the A network. Yeah. I just want the, the the this big you know the American Nightmare like package. I want yeah. that. I, don't I just want, want you, action. just you. I'll make you WWE champion, but I only want you. It's so you. <laughs> it's I, you. Like I was just thinking about it because he didn't even mention his his wife or nothing at the press conference, and I was like, wow. I guess he. <laughs> I think Vince McMahon was like, yeah, we don't want. I don't want to see Brandy Rhodes. At all in my TV screen, pal. It, it, it wasn't like he was cutting a like the the pro, the infamous promo for the Agogo match about his like half black son or daughter and how racism ended because of him or whatever. Remember right. that one? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Kevin, look, as I was trying, I, I think just as long as they don't have this match be Roman, I respect you. I'm going to wrestle you and win those championships at WrestleMania for these fans. As long as it's not like that, like the Daniel Bryan thing, as long as it's not like that and they can actually get a storyline out of it. Like, Kevin, you mentioned the Rhodes family. The only member of the Rhodes family Cody's brought up is um, his dad, um, Dusty. Like, that's the only one that's really been, been brought up. So, 
hopefully they, they go with that and they, they make up some story about how back in the 80s, you know, Roman's, you know, cousins, Arthur and Seeker beat up Dusty in a locker room in the Mid-South Territory or something. And ever since the Rose family's hated all the Samoans in the industry, well, they can do something like that and say that, you know, Arthur and Seeker marginalized Dusty Rhodes or something. I don't know. Oh, Make up some story. I'll have Cody crying in the ring saying that the Rose family's been vilified and marginalized for decades and he's here to stand up for the good guy and win a WrestleMania and you'll have the fans will be crying, pal. <laughs> Wow. that's kind of what he said in the press conference a little bit uh he did make a point about like being the only roads uh to win a royal rumble being the only roads to main event at wrestlemania hopefully being the only roads to win the wwe title uh he did talk about that and he, he talked about how grateful he was for the opportunity and whatnot but yeah I don't, i'm curious to see how he's gonna fit in like i, I wonder if the Sami Zayn storyline is gonna overshine Cody yeah. and Roman, like that. That's kind of why I was saying maybe we get the Usos versus Sammy and and Kevin Owens going forward, just to kind of like so Roman can focus on Cody. I don't know. I'm curious, but we also have like two and a half months until WrestleMania, two and mm. like a, a quarter months, so we don't really have to worry too much about it. You know, okay. you have, yeah, you know, you know, like we know it's gonna be Cody versus Roman. We we don't have to have like, yeah, what eight consecutive weeks of just Cody and Roman shaking hands and. Paul Heyman screaming at Cody. <laughs> <laughs> the way you just say that, yeah. So true. No, I, because I'm trying to think of other years where it's been like this, where like the WrestleMania main event gets set and like the Royal Rumble winner wins the match and we know what the match is going to be. But meanwhile, the champion's involved in a storyline that's just more interesting generally. Like I think 2013, sort of, like obviously the stuff with Punk and The Rock and the WWE title wasn't nearly as good as this Bloodline stuff. Um, but Cena just won the Rumble. I was like, oh, we're going to get Cena at, at WrestleMania, I guess. You know, it, yeah, it, was, it was like that. And like fans were like, okay, we care about Punk. We care about Punk Rock, the WWE title. Oh, Cena's just going to win. Okay. Yeah, it was a bit like that then. 10 years later, is it kind of similar? Like, I, I feel like a lot of this is like, oh, you know, Bloodline, Sami Zayn, Jey Uso, what are they going to do? Who's going to betray who? Is Jay going to... It's a lot of that, and then oh well, Cody's just gonna face Reigns. Okay, yeah, yeah, Cody's gonna bury Reigns and send him to Hollywood, pal. He's gonna send Reigns to the the set of Fast and Furious Eleven. Okay, I'm pal. so loyal to respect the nation. Give me money, American Nightmare, the nation. I'll bury you, Roman. Like. <laughs> But Cody's just Cena. Like at this point, Cody's just Cena. So who oh, cares? Man. Cody's just Cena, but with a, a, a bad reality show. Yeah. So wow. Like I mean, Cena was on Total Divas. So <laughs> you, Kevin, anyone who watched Total Divas knew Cena was the star. Daniel Bryan was just there because he had to be, and the rest of the show was rubbish. Like I don't need to see Natalia getting a bikini wax. That's not good content. Yeah, I mean, the I was... point being, they were both on bad reality TV shows. So yeah, okay, that's fair. I'll, I'll Cody is that. Cena, pal. Cody is really Cena. Yeah, literally, Cody is Cena, just with a little tattoo on his titty and his neck. Like that's that. You know. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, I wear American Garrison Nation. I live the military Nation. Give me money. What a goat, pal. But yeah, Kevin. You're good to wrap it up there. We've yeah. reviewed the Rumble. 
We've covered it all, pal. This has been a, a good Elite Heat stream. Kevin, you can go collapse asleep or go rewatch the uh, Pitch Black match, whatever you want to do. I can't wait. I, I'll probably put on the Women's Royal Rumble match so I can go to sleep. Kevin, just skip to like entry seven or eight where BFAB comes in. You'll be gone within 10 seconds. There you go. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining the stream. Um, shout out to everybody who commented. Casey Farrell, Wrestling Takes. What's going on, bro? And yeah, we'll talk to you guys on the next one. Peace.